locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. And the way we roll here is the guest introduces themselves. So go ahead. My name is Trevor Park. I am the VP of Marketing at Rent Dynamics. And that's all. Welcome, Mike. <laughs> Trevor. Um, Trevor, I I hope this is okay. I gave you the nickname The Facilitator because I see you from a distance. I think this is only our second or third time seeing each other in person. Yeah. But you are always trying to connect people. You're trying to make connections, network, make things happen. And that's why I gave you the name The Facilitator. Um, I try and own it well. I appreciate the nickname. And from the outside... I would guess that your ability to facilitate things, to network, to make those connections has done well for you for your career. Is that a good assumption? It's a very good assumption. I I would probably not be in any of the roles that I've ever had or the one that I currently hold if it wasn't for the people that I know or the connections I've made. So it's very so helpful. If we were going to make a, a playbook, this is our audio playbook. Audio playbook. Of how to facilitate, how to network, how to connect the dots. This is the Trevor Park Masterclass. What's the first lesson? First lesson is to be open to opportunity and don't turn them away even if they hit you in the face. I think I think the really cool thing about whatever thing you subscribe to, the powers that be, like there's there's a really cool way that people are just interconnected and there's there's ways that things flow and overlap and then occasionally there are things that are just coming unforeseen forces that come in and create a really cool potential for you. So with the leasing team at Sage, um, we do this training and I always tell them the two keys to leasing is you got to show up and don't stink. So what I'm hearing from you is is you got to show up for those opportunities and look for them. They're not going to happen by themselves. Correct. Yeah. Do any examples or stories come to mind? Yeah, I... Uh I guess I'll, I'll talk about why I've, I've shifted into this methodology and how it's benefited me since making this shift. When I was younger, and, and I, I, struggle, I struggle a lot currently even still with anxiety, and I was kind of flaky. I, like, I, would, I would commit to things because I wanted to people-please, and I wanted to say yes to everything. But one of the things that I learned is that like, by the time it came to actually fulfilling on that yes my anxiety would take over and it would force me to not want to do it and so I would flake out and so being able to actually like recognize that and own it and only say yes to the things that I know I can commit to and like being accountable that's allowed me to really build on that and being able to actually like show up to the things that need I need to show up to and so the case in point for that I had an interview right before I came into multifamily and I got really anxious about it. I got really this is interview for a job. Interview for a job. So this is uh, ten years ago. I was interviewing for a role, and I got through. I think the third round. And this is for at the time I was a marketing manager, like I, at, a, at a bank, and didn't really think that highly of myself or my skill set. But I I decided to shoot my shot for this role that was was a director of marketing role, and get to the third round and I just start saying I'm like why am I here I, I, I shouldn't be interviewing for this role and so I backed out and 
it just so happened that like three years later that role is now like the person that took that role is now a leader of his own company that's making 10 million dollars a minute and it's doing extremely well um but that's one of those things where i feel like if i were able to get into that role at the time and i said yes to it it might have helped me position myself into a way that would have launched my career even differently and so saying no to that really like hit me hard and made me want to fight and be more accountable and it's it's really helped pay off so you felt a little bit of regret but that inspired like lit a fire under you totally and i saw it like in my personal relationships too like i have i have a friend who's stuck through me through a lot of this i have friends in college that also have stuck through this my wife has stuck through this of like being able to like help me be more accountable and like own the things that i say that i'm going to do and um so it's really allowed me to kind of see the perspective of like making that shift and then recognizing that it's like helped me own it more do you feel that sometimes you're too optimistic like you might not prepare or have the background for something but you naturally think optimistically like i could do this and then in this situation it was like oh i got myself into something that maybe i can't handle uh yes (laughs) um let's go with uh tomorrow's party um that has expanded to a degree that we were not expecting like we we at first were thinking it was going to be smaller capacity and and we didn't see a whole lot of rcps and then all of a sudden it's blown up and it's like holy cow i wasn't expecting it to be that much and it's just been like running around like a chicken with my head cut off but it's it's one of those things where i'm still optimistic that it's going to work out and i still think that there's going to be a lot of stuff that really plays out um but occasionally like it it hits you in the face and you're not expecting it and so you pivot so what I'm hearing from you, and I, which I relate to a lot actually, is there was a lot of fear, um, f- a fear of failing, a fear of not being good enough, and that made you, you know, reserved, or you didn't want to take the shot, you didn't want to mm-hmm. have the at bats because of that fear, and you're embracing that fear, and as you push through that, you're finding like so. So people, I think we're at NAA apartmentalized right now and I think a lot of people are not good at networking in terms of just going up to people and introducing themselves it's tough and it, yeah I, I to be honest like these types of things are overwhelming for me like way too much going on I mean I think you did it perfectly with Iz like Iz walks through you see him you're like I recognize you let me introduce myself so that we can formally meet in person and I see you like you making like that conscious effort to do that I think that's where it's like being comfortable with the uncomfortable and there's yeah there's just there's a lot to say for like being able to make progress and and be what what is this there's a story about being the the unreasonable person like being being the person that pushes things forward you can't be reasonable you can't be set in your ways you have to be pushing the boundaries and pushing the envelope and so to be the unreasonable person and push that forward it's it's where you get to network and it's where you get to feel out of your element but build a connection like you can't like you can't build a ship without factoring in the storm so for those that are listening and want to get good at facilitating and networking is is you have to overcome that fear you have to practice it and the more you practice and the more comfortable you become the more it will the ROI will you'll have yeah. the return like you will strike out sometimes and yeah. it's okay 
Um, I don't know if you ever listened to Noah Kagan. He has the coffee challenge. And it's this exercise, like, wherever you go, just ask for 10% off for the sake of being rejected and, and living to tell them, like, yeah. nothing happens. The worst somebody can tell me is no without explanation. If I get a no and you tell me exactly why you're telling me no, I am more than happy to accept that no, or I'll challenge it with a rebuttal. But to give me it's just a solid no, no reason given, that's where it hurts. And that's where it's like I constantly ask. Like All of my bosses think that I'm a habitual line stepper because I want to know where the boundaries actually lie. I want to know what are they comfortable with promoting. Like coming to Rent Dynamics, we're promoting pride to a heavy degree. I can, I can list off multiple hands full of companies that I worked with that were not comfortable with promoting pride. And that's something that's really like, I'm passionate about being able to support equality and it's interesting to see people that will push those boundaries and give you the reason of like, no, it doesn't make sense to support this because of that. And I'm like, great, let me provide you with the list of reasons why that point is invalid and why you should support it. And then if you're still unwilling to to budge on it, then I I know not to fight you with it because I'm not going to move your boulder. So I've, I, I, I love this, like being uncomfortable and reaching out to people like that has completely changed my career and I also feel I don't know if you feel it but I feel like I was a late bloomer like it took me a while to, to find my stride mm-hmm. and it's very discouraging but like once you find your lane step You're on it. the gas and, and go yeah um, and continue to look for things that are uncomfortable like this itself is uncomfortable for me but you know starting to do it just jumping in totally and it's it, you get it and it and it, it it becomes fun, and then you look for the next thing that's out of your comfort zone. It becomes a habit, and and yeah, the more the more opportunities that you present, the the more good things happen, mm-hmm. um, and it's 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 it is cool. Um, well, it's not an easy switch. I think like I I naturally am an introvert, but I put on the hat of an extrovert, and so I've always considered myself an extroverted introvert. And Mike, uh, my boss, he put it really well where it's an ambivert we're being able to like be charged in social settings and feel motivated to be extroverted but then also being able to like go take a walkabout and like go on a hike by yourself like being able to have those two balances is really awesome and i take a, a myers-briggs and an enneagram test like every couple months just to kind of see where my baseline is and where my mental state is and i constantly hit almost 50 50 between the e and the i and it's just something that, like, knowing that about myself and being able to know where I can make that switch helps me embrace the uncomfortable a little bit more so that I can better understand how my body responds to anxiety or nervousness or discomfort. And it, it, it's been very helpful. I think that it's, it's magical when just becoming aware of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, uh, I was running late for my flight this morning, and I would have missed it had I not pushed myself out of my comfort zone. So there was three securities. The first two told me they were closed, and the third one was a huge line. I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to make it if I go there. And I was like, i got to go back and try to convince the security to let me through that one so I have a chance to make it. And on the plane, I'm reading this book, and it was talking about this idea. There was this whole study about following authority and Mm. how many people just follow authority when it's not right. And two years ago that would have been me I would have just like they told me I have to go in this line there's nothing I could do mm-hmm. and I would have missed my flight but being aware of like okay this would have been out of my comfort zone but now it's not and then having a, a fantastic result because I got here and there was, I don't think there's another flight today so that wouldn't have happened um, so so yes so to wrap that up we got to push ourselves out of our comfort zones we have to be self-aware 
and we have to, you know, shoot our shot, yep. have those at bats, uh, practice, and and those opportunities to network and connect will and be okay with the fail. Yeah, like I have a lot of failures, a lot of failures, and I've learned from them, and I use those in all of my future projects. Like knowing that, oh, I stumbled here. Here's how I fix it. Um, so the way we end this is with some random questions. Um, favorite breakfast choice? Uh, I actually do more intermittent fasting. So like the first thing that I do to s- start my day is I go, I go 8 p.m. to about 11, 11.30. Okay. Cool. And so my first thing that I do to break that fast is my wife usually makes me an amazing smoothie, or I, I try and make it sometimes, but I don't do as well. And so, yeah, it's, it's usually the smoothie to break the fast, but it kind of is more like my lunch. I think intermittent fasting is really good for, for people who like to measure things, mm-hmm. for marketers. Um, it, it's very clear and keeps defined. keeps me regimented. If I'm not on a schedule, like, if you look at my calendar, everything is bulleted down to the point. And, like, if it's not on there, I don't do it. I don't commit to it. And that's how I, I keep accountable. What's a brand outside of the industry that you're interested in? Outside of multifamily. God, there's a lot. Um... I think the one that I'm really, really interested in right now is is kind of what we're building with Outreach or Gong or HubSpot and kind of figuring out like what that marketing flow looks like so we can take that back into the industry and build it well. Um, What's a bucket list item for you? Bucket list item for me. I want to start a vendor series. I want to start something where I'm actually figuring out a way to make the connecting the dots more accessible to people and help them build that out so what i've done with like devin lusk and rent grata and being able to like connect those two um through just a really fun like pickle talk and then we did it with um travis block and agency 53 which will come out at the end of uh, after naa like those kind of things and facilitating those conversations in a really fun way that's taking people out of their comfort zones and being able to like do something weird is is really cool to me um like the next one that we're going to do i'm not going to say who the vendor or the uh, the person is i want it to be a surprise but we're going to go on a hike like just one person hates hiking and they want to try it (laughs) and i love hiking and so being able to do that in seattle is going to be really a fun experience and we'll ask questions and we'll have it on a gopro or something and and explore it awesome looking forward to it thanks Thanks, sir